Radio Pulpit, 6.57 a.m. As easy as the touch of a button, the message of life on 6.57 a.m. There we go. Thank you so much to Johan Els there. Wow. A joyride it is. And of course, you know why I played that song? It's because of the friend that he is. He is a friend as Yeshua Hamashiach is. He represents the friendship with our Lord. He emulates that, you know. He imitates the Lord. His friendship is selfless. And, uh, and of course, with the listeners, his friendship is selfless. It is amazing. He gives his time. He gives his effort. He gives his attention. He never lapses on air. Huh? How do you do it? My great sir, he never lapses. You would never hear him irritated. And, uh, of course, we are learning. We are learning from him. Continuously so. He's back tomorrow morning to take you through. And then, of course, we are taking him from now up to 8 o'clock Wednesday live. And then some of you have heard, some of you are saying, hey, we heard you were welcoming Muruti a bit there uh, in that small jiff of a time. Yes, I did. Muruti, greetings to you. How are you, sir? Are you well, Muruti? He looks like he's well, he is walking towards the phone. I can hear that. Okay, let little story. You know, <laughs> story some radio. It's like we we're listening to a story in a radio. That's so, you can hear so the steps. Many years ago, yeah, so many years was, ago. When there was no television. Yeah, radio band today. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I remember I what they call in Zulu. Yeah. The tree. Yeah. Are you well, man of God? Welcome, sir. Well, well, very well. Thanks, and thanks for welcoming me. And yeah, I greet you in the name of our Lord and our Savior, Yeshua Hamashiach. Oh, yes. And I greet the listeners in that very name. Yeah. The Absolutely. most powerful name. Absolutely. Amen. Absolutely. I'm going to be uh, bringing in uh, uh, Pastor Samuel Kabamba, he's be. I'm going to be joining with him now. I'm trying to connect to him, and uh, in just a jiffy we will connect with him. And I trust that uh, people are. Uh, I heard people were saying things, Muruti, you know, and saying, "Hey, yeah, level one feels like we are free again," you know. <laughs> but we were at level one around this time last year, weren't we? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. No further question. I don't discuss it no more. We just leave it there. Now, we are going to touch base with uh, Pastor Samuel Kabamba and also uh, uh, I've been following him and some of the, the, the shows that he is doing on Facebook and also Muruti Karabom Raka there. You know, if you want to go and get into uh, the translations and meanings that have been lost in the word, I think this man, Murutim Raka, comes in handy. Uh, over the years that I had known him, uh, I was able to really become comfortable with the translations and meanings that at times I would sound ridiculous, uh, especially amongst those who'd be saying, hey, don't come with your Greek and what, 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 what. And, and I wasn't coming with that. It's just that I would go to the real meaning 
of issues you know even though i speak in a simple language i would go to the real meaning of things to get us to uh, what they are all about and what they stand for so we will be touching base with him i trust in a jiffy and uh, of course we will also be able to to speak with him uh, regarding the topic of today and i trust that as we do so the lord will bless you so much in a mighty way he will bless you so much in a mighty way right and uh, uh, some song also we started with the music of uh, lulutigana life and death the kind of a friend that yehusha hamashia is uh, where he lays down his life just for you and me and i was referring to Johan's friendship with all of us not only me but all of us all right let me welcome uh, the man of god uh, Professor, welcome. Greetings sir. to you, sir. Greetings to you too. Thank you very much for having us again today. We are so blessed, and I would like to greet everyone who's going to participate tonight, and also greet Dr. Uh, Muraka for the for his presence and the good work. And uh, yeah, may the Lord bless all of us. You know, I was also talking about the great work that you're doing. Uh, there was a time I was listening to you speaking in French, man, and uh, you know. Yeah, I, I had no translator, but you see, that was not your problem. I should be understanding. So I just said, I just said there, and then I didn't say, I hope what he's saying is good. No, no, no. I knew what you're saying is powerful, and it has to do with the essence of the church, the nature of things, the manner in which we should understand things from the spirit. Uh, and I was, I was satisfied. I was, you know, I was listening through out. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> we thank God for you. <laughs> and, and you are so fluent, you know, so fluent. And then I said, mm -hmm. wow, this man is speaking now. It, this must be his second language, <laughs> you know. Uh, uh, and then, we thank God. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, tonight, uh, uh, you know, you know, uh, Professor, I was talking about Johan Els, how he is a uh, friend to everyone and selfless, mm -hmm. and that he is laying down his life every three hours per day that he comes on air to listen mm -hmm. to, to pray with, to, to uh, exhort, to inform, uh, and to, to lay across the mercy and to mm -hmm. testify with regards to the Father, to the people. You'd never hear no. him saying, no, I'm done, I'm done listening to you, I'm hanging up now, like some of us. I'm done listening to you now, I'm going to hang up. There are some people want, mm -hmm. I've never heard him do that. Uh, and this man is the top of the range, at his age, in this uh, time. At a drive show, you know a drive show is very difficult to do. Yeah, mm. I hope he doesn't hear what I'm saying. All right, and uh, <laughs> yeah, I hope he doesn't hear what I'm saying. But it's it's amazing if you listen to him, you just understand. Mm. Now, we spoke um, the previous week, and uh, we agreed uh, that we will be touching base uh, on the aspect of becoming chosen instruments uh, of the Father being chosen instruments of the Father and uh, the implications of that, uh, being chosen instruments, you know, 
uh, and that we are going to delve even deeper on the issue of becoming those chosen instruments, you know. And I believe that uh, in the light of doing so, we also will be able to to analyze the the conceptions and the meanings surrounding the aspect of being an instrument, a chosen instrument. And some of the misconceptions that have been there over a time and how these misconceptions have been cemented to have the authority that they do. And how we basically should understand what the word of the Father is saying with regards to this aspect. What are these chosen instruments? What are they even all about? These leaders. If we say they are chosen to accomplish God's purpose or God's purposes, and uh, also they are spoken of as, as um, spiritual people who are prophets. Uh, they are also regarded as deliverers, you know. <laughs> uh, they bring salvation, the message of salvation, uh, to put it quite clearly and quite well. What are these people all about? Now, I want to use the word of the Father in Numbers chapter 3, verses 12. It says, Now behold, I myself have taken the Levites from amongst the children of Israel instead of every firstborn who opens the womb among the children of Israel. Therefore, the Levites shall be mine. Therefore, the Levites shall be mine that is what it says there you know and uh, uh, these instruments are the instruments that the Lord possesses if one can put it in that way the Lord possesses them because it says they shall be mine chosen to accomplish the purposes of the father Numbers chapter 8 verse 19 And I have given the Levites as a gift to Aaron and his sons for among the children of Israel to do the work for the children of Israel in the tabernacle of, meaning, of meeting and to make atonement That's why I said deliver us to make atonement for the children of Israel that there be no plague amongst the children of Israel when the children of Israel come near the sanctuary, that there be no plague. Now I see that these instruments also are supposed to do a particular job that can actually stop pandemics. Because a plague refers to a pandemic of a sort. And uh, it says... That they perform these duties that there be no plague when people approach the sanctuary of the father and of course um, we are the sanctuary of the father through Yeshua HaMashiach his son it's no longer symbolic it's alive now the life-giving spirit dwells within us so that 
approach is still there. But there are plagues. Maybe I will get an understanding. There was a time there was this thing called swine flu. There's this one devastating one called Ebola. There's cancer, Mlavosa. Uh, there's been what we call HIV AIDS, the Acquired Immune Deficiency Syndrome. It is acquired, an immune deficiency that is acquired. That's a plague. And now there is there is COVID, but there was TB, there was polio. Uh, there's quite a lot. There's diabetes. My friend Ronnie. Um, died because of diabetes in his family there's no one who has that but if you go back into history and you check what we eat those cereals and all those kinds of things and stuff you would see how diabetes comes about now these were given as a gift to Aaron the priest and his sons from among the children of Israel to do the work for the children of Israel in the tabernacle of meeting means in terms of the church, the body of Christ, to do the work and to make atonement for the children of Israel. It means to come before God and cry and wail before the Father for the forgiveness of sins, atonement. And that there be no plague. It says that there be no plague among the children of Israel. When the children of Israel come near the sanctuary. I know many people say, no Ray, you don't know what you're talking about. This thing has been prophesied in the Bible and all that. Thank you so much for saying that. But if there are plagues, I still am relevant. Now, we see the sketch of this. Uh concept of instruments of the father chosen by the father and you look at the manner of the functionalities of these instruments you go back to the word you don't find that people being fleeced of their monies people being made to bring feces to the church so that they can be anointed and all those kinds of things uh, people being told, you know, I, I saw this other video today of sexual performances now. They have taken it to the parks, out of the halls now, to the parks. And and poor women are lying down. You see, th that's the thing. I think then we must, we must really look into this. Isn't this the violation of the human rights of women? To make them lay down like that. And do those things while another one is recording and then this man who is chanting. That there be no plague when they come near to the sanctuary. Means when they appeal to the Father. When they relate with the Father. When they appeal uh, to the body of Christ for advice. Uh, that these stand in the gap for them. It is something that I'm looking into. Do we still have those chosen instruments in that manner? Who would not only use their pulpits to criticize the president, but to actually look into the president and go before the father and say, this man is like this, or this woman who is a president is like this. We pray, Lord, for forgiveness. 
that you return his heart. For with you nothing shall be impossible. But we have formed our own parties and all stuff, and all those kinds of things. But I wonder if we still embrace the very fact that we are chosen instruments. If we are called the priesthood, Levi was a symbolic aspect of who we are today. I wonder if we understand that quite well. Right, and of course, I'll be talking to Pastor Samuel Kabamba and of course also Muruti Karabo Maraka. And uh, 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 I read Numbers 3 verses 12 and Numbers 8 verses 19. And... Uh, uh, verses, uh, verses 6 of Numbers 18 says the same thing. Behold, I myself have taken you, brethren, your brethren, the Levites, from among the children of Israel. They are a gift to you. Now I want to bring also this aspect. They are a gift to you, not a reproach. They are a gift to you. Instruments of the Father are supposed to be a gift to the nation. They are a gift to you, not to themselves and their denominations, but to you, not to their pockets, but to you. They are a gift to you, given by the Lord to do the work of the tabernacle of meeting. They do the work of the tabernacle of meeting. Hence, they are that gift. And this is who we are today, or this is who we are supposed to be today. And I wonder if we really are keen to look into the word of the Father and say, as we call ourselves believers and servants of the Father, instruments of the Father, do we adhere to what the word is saying in the book of Numbers? Chapter 3, chapter 8, chapter 18. Do we adhere to that? I want to know. Professor, let me start with you. What comes to mind about this? When we speak of chosen instruments, maybe I, I have gone off Maybe I am way wrong. Correct me, please, sir. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Thank you. Thank you very much for the question. You, actually, you did not go wrong because uh, we need to understand uh, what is an instrument, first of all, because, you know, an instrument is a tool that uh, has to be in somebody's hand. Mm. And uh, today we're talking about uh, chosen instruments of God. That means people... Here we we relating to people that have been chosen by God, and uh, they are not chosen just for the sake of being chosen, but they are chosen for a purpose. Now you've given some uh, scripture here when you took up on look up and look at the Levites. Their job their job was to stand in between the people and God. Their job was I mean, to represent the people of God before God. And it's exactly what is happening today with the men and women of God who have been called into ministry. Their job is to stand in between. Mm. Like, uh, some couple of weeks we've talked, we're talking about uh, watchmen. We're talking about watchmen. Who are the watchmen? The watchmen are the people who stand between God and the people in order to do what to warn them. Not only to warn them, but to give them mercy from the Lord and also uh, be the solution to the people of God. Now, in this regard, you actually just present to us when uh, the Bible says in the book of uh, uh, Numbers, 
that uh, the children of God have to be uh, the ones that have been chosen as instruments. They are here or they are there to stand in between the people and the flag or the people with the pestilence and all the other things. Mm. We remember that uh, in the time, uh, the people of God was uh, rebellious. They will leave any out. Mm. And then from that, the Lord will punish. And then they have, they now they have to take upon themselves that responsibility mm. to stand before God and plead for mercy. Yeah. Now, it is exactly what I mean, we are called to do today. We are called to do, I mean, as men and women of God, to stand for the people of God and ask for mercy. But in this time or this uh, uh, current moment, we don't stand only for the children of God. Mm. We stand for the whole world. Because we remember that Jesus Christ paid the price. He paid the price for the whole world. Mm. Somehow, the believers and the unbelievers, all of them, they fall in the same, actually, in the same basket. Whereby, when we stand before God, we have the, we have the, the mandate to stand before God and ask for mercy for the whole world. We can ask for God, so God, please forgive the whole world. God stands for the whole world. And God will hear the prayer. And mm. God can act on behalf of I mean, that all people through our prayer. And it's very important that we understand that uh, when we talk about the chosen instrument, the instrument does not have anything for himself. Mm. It does not do anything because he feels like he can do it. Yeah. But he is used by the Lord. Yes. That's why you're saying that, I mean, it's given instruction. Yeah. Saying this is what you're supposed to be doing. Mm-hmm. Not doing this, but doing that. And as you do exactly what the Lord asks you to do, then you are fulfilling the purpose of which you've been chosen. Because you're talking about choosing. That means God has chosen you for a purpose. That chosen so that you may be important. You know, as, like when you come to uh, uh, instruments, of, uh, music instrument, for instance, when there's a concert, there's a maybe uh, an orchestra, anything that may be taking place, they won't just come and choose or, or use all the instruments. They will choose instruments that will be appropriate to the, the timing or to the concert. And they will use those instruments in order to give, to give a good sound. And it's exactly what the Lord is doing with us. He will choose us for a purpose and for His work to be fulfilled. And I believe this is, this is a time where we're supposed to be, uh, be aware and be so sure that these are the instruments of God, that God has chosen, that they are standing here for us, and whatever they tell us, it is exactly what the Lord is saying. Mm. Not be in a kind of a confusion. Because nowadays it's like as if we are confused, not knowing who are the true chosen uh, instruments of God. And based on that, we now realize that I mean, uh, everyone does his own thing, and at the end of the day, we don't even know who to blame, because uh, uh, the truth of the matter, everyone can rise today and say, uh, I mean, I'm, 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 a, I'm a chosen instrument of God. Whatever I say is God speaking. Then a few days down the line, we find out that I mean, whatever he declared was just a lie, and then another one comes, and then it becomes a confusion. But in the, in the past, in a way, we knew that, I mean, uh, the Levites, that was the people that were chosen. There was no doubt, because we knew that these were the chosen ones. But today, in this time of, I mean, this dispensation of grace, 
we don't know exactly who is who. Because everyone can wake up in the morning and say, hey, me, I'm also uh, chosen by God. God has called me, and so on and so forth. Then we need not to go deeper in order to understand, and this has to be in terms of I mean, their uh, behaviors, the way they do things, uh, whatever they declare, and they stand on the word of God. They don't just I mean, declare anything anyhow. Uh, they, they are not into um, uh, these scandals that we see around. We see them separated from everybody. And they, whatever they do when they stand and speak, uh, the nation listens to them. You know, these are, from there, we start now picking up that these are truly the chosen. Otherwise, everyone who comes today and say, I've been chosen by God to do the work of God, we cannot deny them that right. Because I always say that uh, we don't know when people are called. We don't know in which circumstance they were called. We don't know if they were called by God or if they called themselves. But at the end of the day, we just found ourselves with the, the, that picture. And the Lord says clearly that uh, uh, in the latter days we shall see uh, some will come in his name, but there will be signs that will show that they are not of him. And this is what I said exactly. This is a time where even in our prayers, even in whatever we do, we need to come to a place whereby we know who are truly the chosen uh, people of God. Because the Bible says in the book of Ephesians, as I'm landing up, the Bible says that I mean. Uh, 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 if it's in Saul 11, there we know, the Bible is talking about the, the fivefold ministry, talking about the people who have been chosen. And just, as I said, in this time, we just know that I mean, the people who are chosen by God are apostles, I mean, uh, and teachers, uh, prophets, uh, pastors, and evangelists. These are the people who are chosen all to the work of God. Now, we need to go a bit deeper to find out who are those people, because this just, I mean, uh, a, a, a bigger picture. In that bigger picture, now, there are people who have been really chosen to do the work. And we know what the apostle is called to do. We know what the, I mean, the, the teacher is called to do. We know what I mean, the event is called to do, the prophet is called to do. That these are things that we need to look at closely in order to know that uh, if we have to compare to our today uh, the instrument and our yesterday's instrument. But our yesterday's instrument was so clear, it was so clear to everybody to know that they were, they were called for the work of, uh, uh, that God has called them for. Mm. Mm. I hear you quite clearly and quite well. And uh, if you just joined us, man, welcome to it. We trust the Lord is doing you good. Blessing you so much in a mighty way. We are together till 8. And uh, Wednesday Live, Wednesday Live, the name of the show, we are talking about God's chosen instruments. If we say we are the chosen instruments of Yahuwah, what do we imply? And today, when we look into the word and we look at ourselves, is there any correspondence, correlation? What is happening? You know? And where have we gone off the rails of actually following the right pattern as the Father wants us to? Looking into that. And I trust the Lord is doing you good, blessing you in a mighty way. Our family is just getting bigger and bigger. Welcome to 657 AM. If you need prayer, please send your request to prayer at radiopulpit.co.za or WhatsApp 067-429-7564 or go to Radio Pulpit website on 
www.radiopulpit.co.za. Many people across South Africa are being blessed and encouraged by the Radio Pulpit devotional magazine, The Word for Today. This publication places the gospel of Jesus Christ in the hands of more than 100,000 people every day, inspiring every person, from the professional businessman to the needy person who lives in the streets. Each edition contains daily scripture-based devotionals and inspiring articles to help you grow spiritually. The booklet is given with the compliments of Radio Pulpit, but your donation, large or small, will help us to print the next edition and continue being the hope of the gospel to a world in desperate need. The Word for Today. Get yours today on 012-334-1200 or subscribe online at www.radiopulpit.co.za. Radio Pulpit, your daily companion. As easy as the touch of a button, the message of life on 657 AM. Now, I am looking at uh, Psalms 89 verse 19. It says, Then you spoke in a vision to your Holy One and said, I have given help to one who is mighty. I have exalted one chosen from the people. Uh, these instruments are chosen from the people. And it is God who lifts them to greater works. They don't lift themselves up and neither should communities do that. But today, we see the exact opposite. These are exalted men. We take off our jackets even work jackets. I saw people taking off their work jackets and then laying them down so that this man can pass on them. And he feels good. <laughs> you should see these videos. Man. He feels good passing by them. These are some of the things that are worrying. And then I, I asked one doctor guy and he said no 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 they did that to jesus so shut up ray shut up okay what are god's chosen instruments what are they all about i've asked four questions now with regards to them Muruti. hallelujah amen sir yeah uh, thank you very much, uh, 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 my brother, for the topic which I believe God wants us to to, to really open our hearts, open our ears to the Holy Spirit, so that He can really reveal to us what what God has been doing what he's doing and what he shall do which of course we've got it's one work from beginning to end it's not like with us we learn it uh, step by step now <clears throat> i i want first of all before i answer your question just to speak to what you spoke to earlier on yes uh, when you were talking about uh, Domini uh, and Dr. Um, Johan here. Mm. You know, you, you, I heard you say you have learned from him. In other words, the Lord was teaching you through things that you saw him doing, heard him doing, 
and so forth. You know, I can say the same about you, my brother, that ever since I started listening to Radio Pulpit carefully, the Lord opened my eyes, opened my understanding to learn certain things, which I could not have learned in in a in a formal classroom, whether it be uh, at Bible college or, or university or so forth. Why? Because most things God teaches us through discipleship. It, it's as people live before us and as they conduct themselves before us that we learn. However, the way God has done things is, I learn from you, you learn from me. Yeah. yeah. So there can't be competition. You know, you are speaking about uh, Professor Kapamba just now, uh, uh, what you were learning from him. And, I, and I'm praying, even as I'm listening to you, say, Lord, hey, help me. I don't have my time as you did. But I would <laughs> really love to listen to this man because I, I, I know and I agree that he, mm. he is a, a, an instrument in, uh, to the body of Christ, to, to the world as well. Now, having said that, what I am proposing here is, it's important that all of us, those of us who are on the panel, those who are listening and contribute, and even those who don't contribute, that we adopt an attitude of, um, I have come to learn from the Lord, and I know the Lord is faithful. He says he will teach me. He will teach me through others. He will teach me through my direct uh, 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 learning and uh, in that way we will really become effective instruments uh, uh, because God has already elected us he has already chosen us to be this instrument mm. the, the problem is we listen to the deceiver Mm. And we don't realize that we have already been brought in according to God's purpose. Mm. So that we should continue in in obedience. Uh, you know, Professor Kabamba was referring to things that we were doing previously. I also want to go back to obedience, the essence of obedience. Mm. Through Jesus Christ's obedience, one of the things that we have been given as a, a deposit is to become an instrument of God. Yeah. It's not something I work for. And I'm going to go to First Peter to agree with what you you started first off with when you were uh, 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 opening my brother about the Levite. And I'm just going to go to chapter 2 of First Peter. And, and it starts like this. Therefore, laying aside all evil, all trickery, hey. all hypocrisy, yeah. envy, and all uh, speaking against, in other words, speaking against others, as newborn babies, uh, 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 yearn for the pure milk of the word that you may grow thereby. Mm. If indeed you have tasted that the Lord is kind. Now, 
Number one, we are already newborn babies if we believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, which means God has made us a new creation. 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17 says that. And that new creation, as we go down to verse 48, we come to him as to a living stone, mm. rejected indeed under men, but chosen Thanks. by God. Yes. Precious. Who is this? Jesus Christ. He is chosen by God. And we come to him as newborn babies. Now this you also, as living stones, are being built up a spiritual house, a holy clergy, to offer up spiritual sacrifices well accepted to God through Jesus Christ. Mm. Now, Jesus Christ, as an instrument of God, what is he? He is a living stone. Yeah. And we are also living stones if we are born again. This is the work of God. He has already made us that. In mm. our spirit, we are already instruments of God. He says in verse 6, Therefore, it is also contained in the scripture, Behold, I lay in Zion a chief cornerstone, mm. elect or chosen, if you may put it that way, mm. precious, and he who believes on him will by no means be put to shame. Now, if I believe on this living stone, verse 7 says, Therefore, to you who believe, he is precious. But to those who are unpersuaded, the stone which the builders rejected has become the chief cornerstone. In other words, um, for every one of us to become an instrument as a stone of God that is living, which God is using to build himself a house. The, the major, major stone is Jesus Christ. It's a mm. chief cornerstone. Mm. Now, if I have become born again and am an instrument of God by being born again by God, not by man, I don't need anymore to be seeing Jesus Christ as a chief cornerstone because he has already become my chief cornerstone when I believe and I have been made, turned into a living stone, but he must be the precious stone to me. What does that mean? It means I cannot say I am in Christ, and then the name of my church becomes precious more than Jesus. Mm, mm, I mm. cannot say I'm a living stone building, uh, 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 being built and building the building of God. And then I am more important. Ray is hey. less important. No, hey, yeah. Jesus must be precious. Absolutely. These are the things which are preventing us from just walking as the instruments that God has called us. Why? Number one, we don't know that we are instruments. We don't know what kind of instruments we are. And, and that's why I said, I thank you, my brother, for being obedient to the Holy Spirit because he starts to teach all of us before I, 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 I sat down for this topic, I didn't know. I didn't know what I am sharing now. Mm. In other words, Hallelujah. I had it very clear. Yeah. And I know many of us do not see it that clearly. You know, you said you don't know whether you are on the wrong. But mm. personally, I want to say this for the listeners who are listening. 
my experience working with you, my brother, is I have seen the Holy Spirit shows you things that he wants us to know, which yeah. are which are hidden. And it does not necessarily mean you know them yourself. Mm. It means you are obeying and you put them yes. out there and yes. we all start yes. to share. Yes. Many times I'm, I'm, I'm sitting here after saying my faith and I hear a caller come in and share something and I learn something I didn't know. Mm. Now I realize God is preparing us. And we need to have an attitude where we are saying, we're going to learn tonight what are these instruments. Mm, mm, now, absolutely. before I go further, uh, before I, 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 I pull back, let me finish off. This eight says, a stone of stumbling and a rock of offense. Offense. To whom? To those who are not persuaded about Jesus Christ. Mm. In, it means they will stumble. They will continually stumble against the stone. They will continually be offended. That's why they will call Ray or they will call uh, uh, Samuel Kabamba and say, man, you know what, man? Don't come with this thing of yours. It's not working <laughs> or, or that kind. Why? Because it is offensive. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But people don't know this is the beginning of the new creation. Hallelujah. They stumble being unpersuaded to the ways to which they are, were also appointed. Now, verse 9, very important. But you are a chosen generation, mm. a royal priesthood, a holy nation, his own special people who that you may proclaim the moral excellencies of him who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. Now, I want to close my uh, opening statement this way, my father. Right now, there, there, there are political parties who are going to churches, who are going to pastors, and, and, and speaking nice words to them, and giving them platforms, uh, 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 and making them feel important uh, uh, because they want the pastors and the people that they influence mm. to support them. Mm. Now, it means if I am a living stone, mine is to proclaim the moral excellencies of Christ. Yeah. Mine is not to be allured and to be seduced by uh, fleeting uh, 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 praises or even uh, emoluments. No, mine is to stand for the truth, live the truth, share the truth. And as I do that, Christ is uh, 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 honored. Why? Mm. Because to me, who's already a stone, who is, a, who is an instrument that has been chosen, a, a, a born generation means those who are of a certain species, yes. who are of a certain kind. We are a chosen species. We are a new kind of a, a breed, chosen. That's mm. an instrument. We are an instrument of God here in the world. That's why he didn't take us out. He mm. left us so that we can actually be used by him. In yeah. his end, we can bring light to darkness. Mm. Mm. Absolutely. 
I trust and believe the Lord is doing you good, blessing you so much in a mighty way. We are together right through up to the hour eight. And then, of course, I'm touching base with you. We are talking about this very aspect uh, of being the chosen instruments of Yahuwah, of our Father, our Father. What does it mean? And uh, when we look into the Word and uh, we look at ourselves, would we say we are as the Word says or have we diverted a bit or more? And if there are diversions, why have they been? How have they come? What should be done? We're talking about that. Now, I'm also looking at Isaiah 41 verses 2. It says, Who raised up one from the east? Who raised up one from the east? Who in righteousness called him to his feet? Who gave the nations before him and made him rule over kings? Who gave them as the dust to his sword, as driven stubble to his bow? Who gave them? Who gave them this kind of instrument? It takes us back to ownership. Something that if we look into current or contemporary uh, people who refer to themselves as instruments of the Father, they seem to have taken ownership of themselves. You know, we are like the South African taxi industry. Everyone owns three kumbis there. Then it's not centralized. Um, we basically... Uh, and everyone decides to do what they do. Everyone follows a persuasion that they follow. To the confusing uh, of, of the multitudes of people who are watching over, who are supposed to absorb the testimony. And it takes us back to who chose you? Who ordained these? Who brought yeah. them forth? Who actually established them? You know, if they are instruments of the Father. Pastor Sam, ownership seems to have become diversified. And somewhat, somehow, people had taken it to be upon themselves. They had become incumbent owners of themselves and ministries. They're lording over and bossing over like drug lords. Others have formed clusters like cartels. You know... It is sad that we see that kind of development, isn't it? Yeah, actually, it's very sad uh, to look at it. You know, as uh, uh, as Muraka said, uh, we know we we learning. You know, we learning to understand that uh, uh, a lot of people, uh, those who are, we call in men of God and women of God, today uh, you always say that Muruki Ray, uh, uh, always say that a lot of them they've uh, built their own empire. Mm. They become the owners of uh, whatever that they do, in, uh, to the extent that uh, uh, even when it comes to succession, they do not, I mean, allow any other person to take over, if not the family member, could be the wife, could be the mm. children, and so mm. on. Mm. Because they've come to a place of understanding that uh, uh, whatever they do is not God's work, it's their work. And, uh, you know, they, they, take it, they even present it in a such a beautiful way by saying, I've worked very hard. I've paid the price. And after I've paid the price, do you want uh, whatever work that I've accomplished 
to just uh, go and, and uh, uh, into um, under the drain or be destroyed, and that they present it in such a way that they may, even the people are listening to them, they will feel the pity or they will feel what they are feeling in order to say, yes, you are right. Mm. You've suffered a lot. You've been with your family. They've seen the suffering, and the suffering, sorry. And based on that, they are the right people who can continue the work. Mm. But anyone who was from outside who did not, who was not part of the whole equation, won't know what to do. Mm. And it sounds so spiritual and so very uh, understanding. While the whole debate is just trying to to protect whatever that they claim to be there. Mm. And it has been going on that way. And we've seen from the pastor leaving the church or putting the, his wife to be the, the resident pastor in become a bishop. And we yes. see the children becoming uh, pastors, I mean, uh, pastor, I mean, youth pastor or music, I mean, uh, music pastor or, I mean, choir pastor. And they, they do it in, that, in such a way that the day they won't be around, it will be the wife who will continue the work. Mm. And uh, they even come to the point of saying, you know, God calls, God has called. You know, I've heard a man of God that saying that uh, uh, his wife is more uh, pastor than him. And just to make it look good. So he telling to me, you know what, me, I'm, uh, I'm into more than the mission, mission kind of, but my wife is more pastor than me. I know, that My wife yeah. can do the proper work. As a pastor, yeah, that was yeah. just a, a way of introducing the wife. Yeah, that yeah. the wife is the one who is now in charge, and everyone says, "Yeah, you're right." The way she works with us here, yeah. the way she speaks with us, yeah, we can see the pastoral uh, uh, ministry in her. You know, because it was intended that way. And you see, the whole debate is that they want to honor, they want to have the ownership of the ministry. They want to be the owners of the ministry. Mm. They want to control the ministry. They want to have everything. We've seen pastors coming to, 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 the, to the church and tell people, uh, we need to, we have to build the, the, the church. We need your contribution and so on and so forth. And people bring money and so on and so forth. And they start building. Some they've, uh, they've, they've accomplished. I mean, they've achieved. I mean, the, uh, the, 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 they've achieved whatever they, they planned. They've finished the building. But when you come to the papers, of the building, you find that I mean the, the beneficiary is a is a pastor, and you have to take a question: yeah. How can the beneficiary be the pastor? Mm. And then down there, if he's not around, is the family. Mm. And then you ask the question: We've been putting money for the God edifice, but we mm. just found out that this building does not belong to God; mm. it belongs mm. to somebody else. Mm. And now people say, okay, how can you build, uh, how can you put the building without, uh, uh, without uh, the beneficiary? You need to put somebody there. Okay, yeah. if you want to put somebody there, just put the name of the church or the members of the church. You know, if, if I'm not around, it should be the church property. Or maybe to go to the charity. Just mm. put it out. Okay, to the community. Yes. Yeah, maybe to the community, mm. something like that. But, mm. you know, they make it in such a beautiful way. So, I mean, everything may stay within, within themselves. And all this now, we ask yourself a question. Who appoints you? Who puts you there? Isaiah 41 to say, who puts you there? Who calls you to that place? Did you call yourself or someone called you? And if somebody called you, 
for what purpose did he call you? And what are you doing in that position? Mm. These are questions to ask ourselves. But, you know, we don't have those questions. We don't ask them maybe uh, uh, loudly, but we ask maybe those questions inside of us to say, you know what, hey, let's not speak about them because uh, we might be in trouble. You know, you might be suspended. Even when it comes, I mean, let me just use this word of suspension. We've seen a lot of people being suspended. We ask them a question, why were they suspended? Just because somehow they challenge the pastor. They say, pastor, why are you doing what you're doing? Mm. But we don't see everything clear here. I mean, we never come with the, the financial breakdown of whatever we do in the church. Just because of that, the person will be suspended. Or maybe just because the person did not understand properly. You see, and even when they suspend, it's, it's coming from the past telling you, I work hard here. I am the man here. You cannot just come and tell me what to do. And this is showing that people do not even understand that instruments cannot dictate themselves. They cannot decide for themselves. It's like as if you, have a, a, you, are, you are a doctor and you are, you're supposed to be using some instrument to do the operation. And then the, the instrument tells you, leave us alone. We're going to do the operation ourselves. I mean, that's, that's craziness. It is never worked that way. You, as a doctor, you suppose you know where to take that instrument and use it in whatever place. And this is exactly what's supposed to be happening in our churches. That means we're supposed to surrender our lives, surrender our, I mean, our gifting into God's hands, and God uses them when He sees fit, mm-hmm. not whenever we feel like. Today, we have past, we have prophets. Because they call themselves prophets, whenever you go to them, they tell you, I can prophesy. Who says that you can prophesy all the time? Who says that God is speaking all the time? No, God can speak and sometimes he can keep it be quiet. We, we, we've seen the Bible in time of Samuel. God was not speaking anymore. He kept quiet. But now, then people now were asking themselves, what is God saying? Until when God called Samuel, it was just like a surprise because he never heard the voice of God. And sometimes God keeps quiet because he doesn't want to say anything. He can still, okay, continue to preach the gospel, but do not come with the, you know, God says, God says, you know, I saw, whatever. Brother, who put you there? The one who put you there, he knows when to use you and when not to use you. Yeah. You can give us a shout. Talk to us directly there. 12 That's 012-333-8699. Or 012-334-1322. Let us hear what you say with regards to this. And uh, we are touching base on the very aspect uh, of being the chosen instruments of the Father. What does it mean? To be chosen instruments of the Father. Does it mean that we go about profiteering like that? I've realized something, you know, and this is amazing, uh, Professor and Yumrutimraka. It's amazing. I I recently found out that if you go and and preach at a place, um, they say the lowest rate of paying is fifteen thousand. One five fifteen thousand. Uh, that's the lowest. It's when this guy comes in, speaks, and goes. And then if he comes to a conference, you must get a hotel. And then you must. I, I, I don't have a problem. I, I, I was just perplexed. You must get a hotel. Uh, you must get a masseuse. <laughs> Someone who will be, you know, taking care of his feet. 
and you must also uh, there are daily rates that they charge uh, which means you might end up just like the DJs you know the DJs I mean I have many friends who work for secular radio stations and then they would say hey I'll be playing in such and such a place and we know for him to go there and play there that's about 30, he gets about 30,000 rands you know and he promotes his radio station there and then you'll find a person going to three places in a weekend and at the rate of 30,000 rands. That guy has 90,000 rands and he has a very good reason to work only for one day a week. You know, it's, it's just amazing that now it's no longer that they are instruments, but they had become money-making machines, if you know what I mean. Uh, it is amazing, you know. Uh, they're making, they're making millions, and I, I'm not jealous. I know someone sent me a WhatsApp and say, "Well, now we're not jealous, not jealous, no, but It's okay. It's okay. I'm sorry, I'm not jealous. I was just surprised. Now it's amazing, also, when you look into Isaiah chapter 49, verses two, and uh, it says, "And he has made my mouth like a sharp sword." In the shadow of his hand, he has hidden me and made me a polished shaft in his quiver. He has hidden me. We are like a sword that is in its quiver. Uh, uh, that he uses us as instruments to cut whatever he wants to cut at his own time. But it looks like we have become these swords that have grown their own feet. And they are cutting wherever they, they want. And no longer at the disposal of the father or the owner. And uh, we are not polished. In other words, the word is not there. What you get is only stories. When I was in Canada, followed by when I was in America, followed by when I was in London. These three places they like so much. A person has never been to uh, the mkukus that are built in his own township or next to his own suburb. He has never been there. It's just amazing. But it's just a point I am making. You can give us a shout. Talk to us directly there. Zero one two triple three eight six nine nine. What does it mean to be a chosen instrument of the Father today? Give your faith wings. Explore life with six five seven AM. If you need prayer, please send your request to prayer at radiopulpit.co.za. Or WhatsApp zero six seven four two nine seven five six four. Or go to Radio Pulpit website on www.radiopulpit.co.za. As easy as the touch of a button, the message of life on six five seven a.m. If you need prayer, please send your request to prayer at Radio Pulpit. Dot co dot za or WhatsApp zero six seven four two nine seven five six four or go to Radio Pulpit website on www.radiopulpit.co.za. You and six five seven a.m. and life a winning team on the road to eternity. <laughs> 